Hi there, Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast review for your ears. This is a revisit review of Eternals. I reviewed Eternals on the Disney Plus stream a month or two ago. I had mixed feelings about the movie, but overall I thought it was good. I didn't like and had a lot to say about the changing aspect ratios of their IMAX enhanced version. Perhaps that was probably not the version I should have chose to watch first. I like the idea of the IMAX enhanced versions on Disney+. Plus. It'd be nice if those were released on discs, but I understand why they're not. But for that movie in particular, and I've watched a lot of movies that are IMAX enhanced over the years, I'm used to them switching back and forth. Sometimes it's not noticeable at all. The Star Trek movies and a couple of others that have been released um, a long time ago on Blu-ray would switch back and forth. And it wasn't too noticeable. The Eternal stream was switching back and forth within seconds of each switch, not just switching for a, a, a long set piece and then switching back. It would switch, 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 switch. I, I felt like there was something wrong with my TV, and it wasn't. It was how the stream was coming in. Maybe they fixed it since then. But I thought it, it changed way too often for it to be comfortable. And so it was distracting to watch the movie. Well, today is uh, Monday, Valentine's Day, and my Eternals Steelbook from Best Buy arrived a day early. So that's why you're getting a special podcast that wasn't in my previous schedule. I had an opportunity to watch it tonight because I have to do some work late tonight. Monday nights, uh, to not get, bore you with too many of the details of what else goes on in my world, um, Monday nights are the nights I have to do music for my internet radio stations because I have terrestrial radio stations that take up my day. And one of my internet radio stations is down right now, so it's I have half the work to do, but it's the one that's always the most work. So anyway, so I was killing time until I had to wait till 8 p.m. Alaska time before I could report the new music. I have to wait till midnight Eastern time. So anyway, I had an opportunity to watch Eternals before you can buy it. It'll be available tomorrow uh, at Best Buy, Walmart, and wherever else you buy movies. I had heard that the 4K disc was dim. One of my Blu-ray reviewers online, one of my 4K reviewers, uh, thought the movie was dim compared to the original stream. And so I wanted to kind of gauge it for myself, and I wanted to watch the movie again. I don't know why. Um, like I said, I had mixed emotions about it. It's not one of my favorite Marvel movies, but... So I cooked dinner and sat down and, and watched it. Um, first of all, it looks much better than the stream. Parts of it do look dimmer than what I remember the stream, but I don't think it was like unnatural. I think that's what they were going for because you could still see everything. My black levels were still good. There was still detail in the shadows. Um, it gave some of the scenes a very pastel look, but I... I think that was artistic. This is one of the only native 4K transfers, at least I read it was native 4K transfer, that Marvel has released. Um, and it looks surprisingly sharp in places, but the movie wasn't filmed to be a razor sharp looking like a Transformers movie, say. 
colors are great. Spectral highlights are really great. Like in the beginning when they're first getting their costumes, the ship is outfitting them and the gold light is tracing them and all that. Really looks great. Much, much more striking looking uh, on a disc. Disc was pushing anywhere from 80 uh, at times uh, 100 megabits per second. That's a lot more than you can stream. That's why discs look better. Uh, you're really getting more data. Same with the soundtrack, the Dolby Atmos soundstage. Everything it sounded wider, um, bigger, cleaner. I don't know. Um, I'm sure a stream is compressed to a certain extent, but it's supposed to be fairly lossless. Uh, my system did signal it was Dolby Atmos and Dolby Digital. Um, so that kind of confirms what I've read about the movie. And I liked the movie a lot more the second time through. Maybe... Sometimes I've found with movies that, that don't hit me right the first time, watching them again just kind of paints everything in a different light. Maybe I wasn't in the mood for it the first night or whatever. I was in the mood to watch it the first – I really wanted to see it the first time I watched it. And not that I was – I wasn't – I don't think I used the words disappointment in my original review. It's just it, it – it was a good movie. It didn't feel like a good Marvel movie, if that makes any sense. And you have to have seen it. And I'm not going to get into spoilers in this review either. Um I also think not enough credit is given to the movie for A, the way it looks, B, as mature as it is, C, that it reigned in uh, Angelina Jolie. She's not the star of the movie, but she's in the movie, but she really only has one or two big talking scenes, and most of the time she's kind of gone berserk and they're just fight scenes. Um, I thought that was interesting. More of note this time through than others. Um I do like most of the people in the movie. I, I said something about Richard Madden, you know, being the guy who kind of plays good and bad in most of the roles he plays. And that, again, uh, it's one of the reasons why I can't really get into his character a lot in the beginning of the movie because I just I, – he, the actor, I know he's going he's gonna to pull something. It's going to happen. Um, but, again, going into it this time, I kind of paid more attention to – the things I wouldn't normally pay attention to the first time, if that makes any sense. Chloe Zhao directed it. She's an Academy Award-winning director. And again, not enough credit is given to her. She wanted to direct a Marvel movie, and this is what she wanted to direct. So it's epic. Um, one of the reviews of the back of the box said, uh, Marvel at its magnificent best. And that's a good word. Um it certainly isn't um, epic in the sense of a of a Avengers movie where there's just thousands of things going on at one time, but the consequences of what's going on and how grand it all really is, and how they work together as a team too, is as good, if not better, than the Avengers. You just wish there was more of it in the movie. There's several times where they all kind of team up against um, a deviant or whatever, and it, it's pretty spectacular. It's one. One's fast, and, and one creates illusions, and one has laser beams, and one's strong. And between all of them, you know, they're able to do a lot more damage once they get in sync where one's hitting and one's throwing and one's whatever. I didn't remember the first time through that the, they questioned sometimes how they were made. If the the mythology of the story is that they were created to fight the deviants and we find out a little later there's more to that story 
Why would they create a deaf one and a child one? It's probably explained in comics I didn't read. I mentioned in my first review that I was not a huge fan of the Eternals. I didn't even, they weren't on my radar. Um, I seem to remember when they were around being talked about, that kind of thing. But they weren't any comics that I ever collected or, or any heroes that I ever followed. But I liked Eternals a lot more this time. It stayed in a wide aspect ratio. That probably helped. That I knew what I was getting into probably helped. Moved a lot faster this time. I still think it could be trimmed a little bit. But we say that in in retrospect, you know, uh, an an Academy Award-winning director and hundreds of people worked on this movie for several years, and we watch it in two and a half hours and go, well, we could have cut that out and cut that out. Well. It does feel like there's more movie here than we get. Um, I haven't checked to see if there are any deleted scenes. They were, there's no extras on the 4K, which is, is commonplace these days. Smaller companies are starting to move the extras to the 4K, which is nice. So if you want to watch extras, you have to kick out the 4K and put in the Blu-ray, which I will do because I, I imagine there are deleted scenes. There seems to be more movie here than what we got, but it flows well. It feels like an, an adult Marvel movie. It does have moments of Marvelism, but less so than pretty much any other Marvel movie that's come recently. Yeah, we kind of get a little tie-in at the end, but we don't really know what it all means at this point. It would have been nice to get some familiar Marvel faces uh, to tie in, at least at the end. I mean, they did it at Shang-Chi. You know, we get Hulk at the end in a, in a post-credit scene. But I did. I, I liked Eternals much better this time. Um, I'm glad it's in the collection. Um, glad I picked up the Steelbook. Now I still have all MCU movies in Steelbook, and a lot of the Marvel non-MCU movies are also in Steelbooks. But Eternals, I, I think it's misunderstood in a lot of ways because people, you know, Spider-Man proves what people want. <laughs> I give Marvel kudos for trying, for spending a lot of money and time and doing, you know, some fringe heroes. It's kind of what they did with Guardians of the Galaxy, and that was a huge success. This one, not so much, but creatively, it was different than anything else has come before, and I got to applaud them for that. We probably, you know, they'll get their own movie, and they'll probably tie it into the other universe as they, as they did with some of the other fringe things that have been tied into the MCU, and I hope so. It'll be interesting to see how many of these Eternals return for the second one. I'm sure they're probably all contractually obligated. It does say Eternals will return at the end, so there you go. But not being as familiar with how Eternals and the Black Knight tie into the MCU, what was Blade doing in that post credit scene? We hear Blade's voice. How does that all come to happen? guess we'll find out since the Blade movie's coming soon. I'm Scott Hamilton. I'm Rockfile. If you haven't seen Eternals yet, check it out on Disney Plus. See if you like it. I would pick it up on 4K. Looks and sounds great. It's it's definitely one of the more artsy, one of the more creative Marvel movies. You may not like it as much as some of the others, but I I got to say I, I would rather Marvel take chances like this than something like Black Widow, which was just kind of hollow except for a few things. 
I thought. I mean, I'm going to rewatch that one again real soon because I've only seen it on stream and finally got a 4K copy of it. Anyway, my links are below. Thank you for taking the time out for listening to a second review of a movie I reviewed recently. Um, more podcasts are coming each and every other day. That would be all even days, I believe. I promote them on odd days and post them on even days. So thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.